Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today is a special episode as we discuss the latest Pokemon Day 2024 uh, little video we get every year to celebrate the anniversary of uh, Red and Green releasing in 1996 in Japan. And to help me do that is literally no one better, one of our favorite guests of all time, a music goer, a vinyl collector. He's got an Instagram page that you should be following, and if you haven't checked it out yet, then shame on you. It's Brian from Another Vinyl Page. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. It's feel like it's been a long time since I've been on, so I'm glad to be back. It, it's been a really long time, and we've been talking about like having you on since pretty much November. It's just things did not work out. Yeah. Um, but I'm super excited to have you here today. Uh, we'll kind of just uh, get right into it. I mean, how have you been since since the last time we talked? I've been good, man. Work's been crazy busy with the buyout. Um, it, it, I think my job's going to be safe because they're giving us a bunch of new like equipment and they're going through all this training for like new new protocols and shit we're going to do. So that makes me think my job's safe. So that's cool. We'll see how it goes, see how the new company runs it. Um, I'm just kind of going with the flow, working a lot right now, going out a lot on the weekends. I went to Universal again last weekend. Nice. Got a lot of concerts coming up. We'll get into those. So yeah, just busy, busy, busy. Uh, as far as like the buyout goes, like, do you have any contingency plans, or is you just kind of going with the flow and just hoping that all it all works out for the best? I'm kind of going with the flow now and seeing how it goes. If it goes sour, then I will find something. And even if I still technically have a job, but the job is like way worse, then at that point I would look for another job too. I'm just kind of writing it out right now in general. Yeah, it's crazy. This uh, this Friday marked a year anniversary since the transition of my company last year. So mm-hmm. I totally get how you feel, man. It, it's quite the experience. Um, hopefully, in your in your case, it works out like mine did, where honestly, everything just stayed the same for the most part, uh, besides some obviously uh, back end things. But that's just a part of the business. Um, how was Universal? It was cool. Um, it was kind of dead that day we went, so we got on a lot. Went back to. Nintendo World, that was a lot of fun. Got the limited edition, like new gold Mario arm, like band they had. So that was cool. I'm probably oh, nice. that sealed. Because yeah, I, I was cool. asking them, I was like, do you guys have a lot? Because I didn't really want to buy it that day. And she's like, once we're out, we're like not going to get any more and we're probably going to be out by next week. So I'm like, fuck, I should just buy it. How much was it? 50 bucks. But it's is it like a shiny gold, like a glossy gold, or is it like a matte gold? It's like a matte gold. It's not, uh, like, super shiny. Yeah. I'm so weird when it comes to gold. I, I like gold. Like, even in video games, I like gold to be as glossy and, like, just shiny as possible. Shiny. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I know when but, uh, early in my record collecting days, I would always buy gold records, and I would think it would be, like, shiny gold, and then I get in, it's, like, more matte, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's more brown than gold. Yeah. It, yeah those bastards. Um, have you seen any of, like, the future images of the donkey kong ride that's coming to yeah where it like jumps the tracks and it has a little gap in the tracks that's going to be really cool i feel like obviously at some point it's gonna have to come out to hollywood i just hope it's sooner rather than later yeah i agree um yeah i have i still haven't been to mario world i i just uh i don't know i feel like it's like a cool idea but you know it is probably wait fucking packed all the time and even if you get there in the morning i'm pretty sure the you have to go on the app and get like not tickets. You have to like book your reservation for when you're going to that Nintendo land and they yeah. fill up so quick. We got there like right when they open and we're like, oh shit, let's check the app. And they were already filled up. So, and don't even get me started on the freaking the Mario Kart ride. The wait is ridiculous. I got lucky the first time I went, I got to ride that. Is it like worth the wait? Do you think? Because isn't um, it like I, a back to the I future would, type thing? I would say it's worth maybe like an hour but i've seen it up to like three hour wait and it's like i don't think it's wait for that no That's isn't that the only main attraction though yeah all the other ones are kind of little interactive ones that you have to use your band and like but that's the only like legitimate ride see i'd like to go for like the band stuff mm-hmm. and then like obviously just to check out the restaurant just like the you know because obviously the atmosphere um so I don't think that warrants enough for me to go yet. Like, I think I'll wait probably till summer, maybe not. Even, I don't know. Summer doesn't really sound that fun over there. I think I wait <laughs> for it to calm down. But even a year later, it still seems like it's like crazy. And then 
eventually they're going to add like the Donkey Kong shit, I'm sure. And that's just going to make it packed again. Yeah, because I think they want to do Donkey Kong and then Yoshi's Island. And then God knows where they go from there. I thought I heard little inklings about they're talking about doing Zelda stuff, not necessarily at the Hollywood one, but at the one of the uh, Nintendo World or I'm sorry, uh, Universal Orlando. They are. Oh, it's Orlando. Okay, I did hear like little things about Zelda and that would be cool. Yeah, I just feel like there's so much you could do with that. Uh, Yeah, it's exciting to think about. Mm. I still want one of those uh, like uh, Yoshi sits on your head. I want that shit. I don't even know if it fit my dumb head. But <laughs> oh, my girl, my girlfriend got the the ones with the two boos on the head. Oh, nice! Because they have a couple different ones. They have the boos, the Yoshi that sits on your head, and I think Mario and Luigi, and they they all look pretty fucking cool. <laughs> That's pretty fucking awesome, man. Uh, so yeah, obviously you kind of mentioned it, but uh, what kind of concerts and music are you listening to? I, obviously, we're huge music buffs. We like to catch up on music. Is there anything coming up that you're like? really looking forward to and you can't wait to get out to i got a bunch of shows just off the top of my head that i'm going to i got death clock in uh, in april and that one's in riverside so i'm super happy about that and i got better lovers a couple days after that and then i got the i've already forgot the name of it there's some punk festival in pomona um no values i got that and then i have mastodon and lamb of god but that's not till august but they're performing like probably my favorite album of all time from start to finish. So I'm pretty fucking stoked for that. Nice, nice, nice. And is there any, uh, you know, singles right now or uh, albums that, you know, are coming out that you're also looking forward to? The only off the top of my head, the only like two albums that I'm like really, really excited for are Idola. Their album's going to be coming out shortly and they're going to have another album later, later this year. And there's another band called Whores I really like that has a band or album coming out in April called War. And the singles have been really good. Is that horror or whores? Like a horse. <laughs> They're whores. I just I had to verify. I just didn't know. I was like, uh which one? I, I fucking love that band, but the thing is I will I can't buy a t-shirt because I'm not gonna walk around with a t-shirt that says fucking whores. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not the best. Unless like the whores was in like death metal writing or something, you know, where it's like yeah, unless you know, you know, mm-hmm. you're not gonna know. Um so let's talk about it real quick because uh you tagged me in their contest and I, I meant to text you and call you a piece of shit because I listened to the single like four times in a row after you tagged me in the Instagram post. Um, it's for their vinyl. But um, you said that Idola has two records coming out this year. That's a little crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's a well, it's not really a double album if they're split apart, but um, it's the last two parts of the story because all their albums have like stories. And oh, okay. yeah. First one comes out in April and the second one they're wrapping up right now. It's called mend and it'll be here later this year. So that's exciting. So how about that song, man? No weapon form shall prosper, which I'll probably put in the intro and outro of this podcast. I mean, that's a fucking phenomenal song, man. I mean, it, it like blew me out of the water. It so reminds me of like dance Gavin dance last year with uh, the tribute to Tim. Um, just these songs are just like really next level. Like the writing across the board from vocals to instru- uh, the instrumental parts are just like top tier. I mean, do you feel that way or is it just like a walk in the park for you at this point? Cause you're a fan of this whole, you know, universe of these guys. No, the new single was amazing. I was really blown away by it and I'm really happy for it. Um, it's funny cause I think Idola's always to me felt like a more mature, like if dance, Gavin dance was mature and they didn't have silly lyrics and like, they, they have some shit that's a little silly, let's be honest. And, um, Idola just like music wise, it just seems like a more mature dance, Gavin dance. And I just, I'm all for it. Like they've quickly over the past couple of years become like one of my top bands. Yeah. I'm forgetting the lead singer's name. Who's also obviously in DGD. Andrew Wells. Andrew Wells. Thank you. Yeah. So like, it was cool for me. Cause like, I'm not like the biggest DGD fan. And so last year, obviously things happened with Tillian, but my first time seeing them live was with Andrew Wells performing as the front man. Um, do you remember that with Royal Coda last year in March? I was going to say, I, I, you were there. I remember with going with Eric, but I totally forgot you were there. Thanks, man. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't feel like that. <laughs> no, because you're not like super crazy in the DGD. You're kind of casual with it. So I didn't think. Yeah, very casual. Something. Did Eric like talk you into going or something? Uh, I just really like, uh, who's the Royal Coda guy? Uh, Kurt Travis. I love him. 
Like I, I love everything he does and everything I've ever heard from him. I'm still a casual fan, but the stuff I've heard him do is just awesome. And uh, I'm kind of a sucker for like a story. And I think that all these guys like still being friends and like having their projects and still supporting each other is, is truly uh, uh, commend commendable. Um, so I really wanted to go to that show obviously. Nice. And I thought Royal Crota's new record was just phenomenal. Um, so yeah, Andrew Wells just, I think he's so talented. And then to like to hear the single, I'm like, dude, fuck. Yeah. Like this is, have you, have crazy. you really listened to the other Idola albums at all? Uh, yeah. nope. Oh, wow. Okay. I see the architect and then I see to speak, to listen or, well, wow, there's a lot of them. Oh, uh, they've been around for a while. To listen is my favorite. That one I re I can listen to that one over and over and over. But they're all good. Great Glass Elephant is the one that I have the most trouble listening. It's not my favorite from them. It's good, but it's just not my favorite. Okay, maybe I'll check out the discography. I'm not gonna lie. I thought they were like a new band with like one record. No, no. They've been around. <laughs> yeah, they've been around since 2012, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it's so exciting to. Uh, hear this album here shortly well maybe we'll have to do like a review podcast with eric on it mm -hmm. i i just think this is a record i'd love to kind of spotlight on the podcast and really like get people to listen to even if it's like a couple people um because i've been kind of you know when i stream now on like TikTok and twitch i'll put music in the background i got people like ask me hey what song is this like what band and so it's like kind of cool to still be able to share through that stuff um I would say another thing that I'm looking forward to, which I'm sure you'll check out as well, is Mirror's Edge EP in April from Northlane. Yeah. I I heard uh, I actually watched one of their uh, concerts in Melbourne uh, two weeks ago, and I watched it this week. And uh, they played one of the another new song on it, and it's like fucking out of this world. Like I think this band is the best metalcore band we've had in so long. I think just across the board, there's nothing they can't do. Um, so yeah, with Idola, Northlane, just there's so much to look forward to this year. We got like Maza flames and the double wears product, both releasing singles this week. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing what everyone says in the chat about them. Cause I feel like uh double wears product is just like kind of on this high right now. And yeah, I kind of hope sure. it doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're literally selling out shows, which they've never done before like this. So it's kind of cool to see like an old juggernaut kind of finally get their time to shine. Cause I feel like a data remember kind of took the spotlight, not that they took it from them, but they got it instead of them. Um, so I think uh, musically, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to. I still need you to hit up your boy Greg and give me a Black Queen uh, part three. Um, I keep hearing he, every now and then he'll send like email updates about like what's going on. And he keeps saying it's in the works. And I'm like, I've been hearing that shit for years, especially now with Better Lovers. I'm like, that's just a distraction, bro. Put up Black Queen. I love Better Lovers, but fuck, I need a new Black Queen record. Yeah, like I'm really excited to see what Better Lovers does is like a full album. But like Black Queen, I need so bad in my life. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating. Thankfully, and you know, I don't know if you would agree because I know Eric didn't really care for it. Um, but thankfully, like Crosses, like they totally went like the whole retro wave kind of, uh, you know, sound for this last record. And I, I absolutely love it a lot. Did you happen to check that out by any chance? You know, I love Crosses. And when they first became like a newer band, I love the first singles. I love the EPs. I love the first album. I only listened to the new album like once and it wasn't that I didn't like it. I just need to go back to it. I just think it was a little different compared to their first album and what I was used to, but it's an album I need to go back to because I genuinely keep hearing people say how good it is, but I, I just haven't gone back, man. No, it's all good. Um, you know, I, and Eric kind of felt the same way. There's just something about the, the singles that really caught on to me. I hate to sound like just douchey, but it's like, it just caught the vibe. Like I, I just love the sound of these songs and, you know, it reminds me of black queen and, and bands that are doing like this retro wave shit that I I'm like all about. Um, so just to get any of that from like hundredth black queen and now crosses makes me like super happy. So, um, it, it was exciting to listen to. I mean, the vinyl was expensive. I, I think I bought it from Eric for like 50 bucks, but I'm it like, was, yeah. yeah, it was stupid overpriced just for a double record. It was 50 and that wasn't even shipping. And I'm like, that's a, a little excessive. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, guys, we get it. You know, Chino can sell records, but it's like, does it need to be 50 bucks? <laughs> Did you um, listen to their first album or no? Dude, I honestly didn't. And I, I might've heard it like back in the day when it came out. Cause obviously it's a new project. It's a big deal, but I never went back. Did you like it? I love their first album. I think that's what kind of 
is making it harder for me to go back to that second album because it was so different and it has like does it has that song with LP from Run the Jewels and it has that little like rap verse and it yeah just has a lot of things that are different from the first album like I said not saying it's bad it's just I need to go back to it. but my first listen I'm like this is fucking totally different from the first album yeah I think that's why Eric didn't like it either though it's like it's just a completely different sound essentially like all you really have from the previous record is Chino's voice but it is uh, a huge difference and damn you just reminded me too RTJ5 I think is coming out this year so or six oh hell yeah and their last one was out of this world so I can't wait to see what him and Killer Mike do um so moving on to like the the main reason why we're here besides catching up of course uh it's kind of a two-parter so we'll start real quick with the first part um is there any games you're playing right now and what are your thoughts because it's actually today or it was either today or yesterday today marks eight years of nintendo switch without any new advancements besides the oled screen with better battery life um so it's kind of a two-part question for you are you playing anything right now are you looking forward to any games this year and what are your thoughts on still being in the dark with nintendo switch 2 um i'm still playing some games i haven't like i've been hopping around you know i buy a shit ton of games and i put i play a little bit i don't focus on one game and finish it so right now i got back into metroid prime because i stopped playing that a couple months ago i was like 60 percent through but now i'm back and i want to really try to complete it and i really want to go back to tears of the kingdom because i still haven't beat that but i'm just <laughs> hopping around all my games i'm hopping around so and um what was the other question <laughs> No, I uh, real quick though. I can't judge. I mean, Metroid Prime. I, I'm. I think I just got the rocket, so I'm like two percent into the game. Uh, I really need to finish it because I think they did a phenomenal job with like bringing it back with like sixty frames and the in the controls. And then Tears of the Kingdom. I'm literally at Ganon or Ganondorf. Nice. So you, I fought him, and someone was watching me on stream, and they were saying how hard it's going to be, and they're like, "Damn, you got a lot farther on your first try." So I'm gonna. I died, of course, twice um but i'm actually going to go back and finish the rest of the game since there's no dlc and then fight him because once that's done it's done um the other question was uh we're marking eight years of nintendo switch uh no substantial performance upgrade and we're in the dark on switch 2 uh what are your thoughts on like that it's it's growing more and more frustrating i think the last year or two I wanted an upgrade, but they kept putting out banger games that I couldn't really complain. I was still having major games throughout the year that I was enjoying to play. But looking at the um, looking at the like release schedule, at least that we know of for this year, it's like pretty fucking dry. So I'm like, and now there's the rumors about it being delayed again to like 2025, and I'm like, what are they like? What are they doing this year? What are they doing? Like, I need some. I need some good games, not just Thousand Year Door remastered and Princess Peach <laughs> and Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because I think now, and we'll kind of get into it here in a bit as you see it on this webpage, that I think uh, Pokemon Legends A through Z is now going to be a launch title for the new console with the new performance upgrade and graphics. Because uh, even Pokemon, they're releasing nothing new this year. And they've been re- releasing something new, I think, since like 2015, 2016. Like they've been, there's always been something to come out uh, from the company. So I think maybe Nintendo's just taking a step back saying, hey, this console's still selling. We have the OLED. It's going to be backwards compatible. Uh, let's just continue to ride the sales of what we have with a couple of new entries. Like you said, Princess Peach and Thousand Year Door and Luigi's Mansion. And just kind of start fresh next year with all new Mario, all new Pokemon. And like, because like even then, Mario Kart, we're almost 10 years playing the same Mario Kart. This this marks the 10 years of that. So I do wonder, like, what is the game plan here? We don't have a new Metroid. We have no new Star Fox. It, It is kind of frustrating. I think you put it, you know. Uh, in the most simplest way possible. It's it's just frustrating, and don't get me wrong. I love my OLED. I, I am very, very impressed with the quality of the OLED and just the overall performance of it in terms of just, like, battery life, the screen, and then, honestly, the quality of the console itself being metal instead of plastic or whatever they use. It's not plastic. It's, it's nice as shit. But, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like they're holding themselves back, but... We'll see what happens. But kind of speaking of Pokemon, we had also, obviously, we start, I said at the beginning of the episode, Pokemon Day 2024, where we celebrate every year 
a quick little presentation in February. And I, I feel like every year it's gotten worse and worse. And to the point now where it's so like systematic on what they're going to do that you don't really have much to look forward to anymore. So before we kind of like dive into each specific little thing before one big thing, I guess, what were your overall thoughts of this, Brian? And like, what were your thoughts coming into it and then coming out of it? I mean, there was only one thing I gave a shit about, which was obviously the announcement at the end. So I wouldn't say it was a good present. A lot of people were like, this is the best present in so long. And I'm like, usually there's like a good two or three things I like. And this time it was one. So, and we got like no footage from it. So how can you even say that's a good present? It was all mobile shit. Yeah. You know, I agree with you, man. I, like I just said, we already know what they're going to talk about. We know they're going to start talking about their mobile shit. And then a couple extra little things sprinkled in. Um, starting off with Pokemon Unite, we have Maridon, Phalanx, and Serial Edge coming to Pokemon Unite. I guess the game's still going strong. The game is fun as fuck. I just don't play it, and that, that's something that pisses me off because I, I would agree with anyone out there. The game's really, really fun. I love the idea of, you know, for instance, I obviously play Charizard. So you go from, like, Charmander, and you have to level up, but you're still playing a MOBA, like League of Legends. Um, and then Maridon looks cool. Serial Edge is sick. So I would agree with anyone. This is a great game. I'm glad to see it continue to get the spotlight. But then we have like <laughs> Cafe Remix. Like I don't know a single person playing this game. And that doesn't mean that it's not a good game. I'm just saying like, uh, you know, whatever. And then we have Pokemon Masters EX that's celebrating its 4.5 year anniversary because they love to do their anniversary events. Adding Gita, the Pokemon League champion at the time, or I'm sorry, the, yeah, the champion of the Elite Four from Scarlet and Violet. And then starting on February 28th, you got Silver and Tyranitar. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, they'll, they'll appear on March 1st with the Cygnus suit, Gladion and Magirna. So the game is also getting a photo creator. So this game is cool. I'm the only one of us that actually like played it for a little bit. I haven't played it that much in the last two years, but they got rid of like multiplayer. You would do like their events and co-op with other players and you can strategize together to you know win and get more rewards. They got rid of that component in their game. And to me, it like completely killed it. So this is a little bit of a bummer because this game actually does add more to these characters than the games themselves. They have voice acting. They talk about what they've been up to or whatever. So this is actually like a decent game that could be better. And it should also be on the Switch, by the way. And then we have <laughs> we have the game of all games. Uh, have you ever wanted to see a Raikou sleep? Well, you could do that in Pokemon Sleep as the event runs from March 5th to 11th where you have the opportunity to potentially see a Raikou. Yay. Next up, we have Pokemon Go, everyone's lame-ass AR game. Pokemon Go is setting, getting an update centered uh, on Pokemon Horizons, the series Pikachu wearing the Captain Pikachu hat. Uh, it will also know its signature move from the game's uh, Volt Tackle. So if you're a fan of battling, this will probably be pretty sweet. Alongside Captain Pikachu, Surreal Edge, Charcadet, and Armourouge are all coming to the game. Liko and Roy will also show up too in some fashion. This event runs from March 5th to 11th. Are you are you going to be checking this out? Do you play Pokemon Go still? I still play a little more than casually, but I'm so over the fucking Pikachu costumes, man. I don't give two shits about... They do so many just costume ones, and some of them are cool, don't get me wrong, but like... It's a Pikachu with a hat. Like, I don't care. I don't even, I'd even look up how you specifically are supposed to get it. Yeah. I think I missed a Halloween event where like Charmander had like a Cubone mask or something and it looked like really fucking cool. Or maybe that was just like a piece of merchandise that got released from earlier. I thought I had either way, some sort of Halloween costume Charmander. I remember that. But I agree with you. They have done like cool little costume Pokemon and stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think it's pretty cool. No hate to Pokemon Go. I'm just being a douche. Um, but I, I don't play it anymore, so hopefully someone thinks this is cool. I'm sure there's a Pikachu fan out there that's happy as shit, so that's all that matters at the end of the day. Uh, plus, Serial Edge, Charcadet, and Armourouge are really cool Pokemon, so they might be pretty good in battles. Uh, next up, just a typical you know in-game event, which I do think is really cool to like wrap up you know the celebration of red, green, and blue blue for america essentially um i do think this is really cool so we have uh terror rate events that are lasting from off you know literally february 28th of wednesday all the way to march 17th starting off with uh venusaur and then blastoise and then charizard is making its return so these are 
all Pokemon that are Terror Raid battles that are going to have the Mighty Stamp. Um, these are really good Pokemon to catch if you don't have them. I don't know how most people these days don't have the starter. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill from like pokemon go and just being old fans even if you're newer fans i feel like these pokemon are always available in some fashion but if you don't this is a really good opportunity to get them so please do uh so yeah venusaur blastoise and charizard will all be featured in terror raid battles it's called might they're called mighty versions uh venusaur runs from february 28th to march 5th mighty blastoise will run from march 6th to 12th and then charizard wrapping it up from 13th to 17th can't go wrong with the Kanto love. I do think as like a, you know, anniversary celebration, it's nice that they did something, but I felt like they could have done something a lot better here, Brian. Following this announcement, we could have got red, blue, and yellow to NSO. How we still do not have this <laughs> is the most mind-boggling shit. Let's uh, take a break from the announcements and talk about that real quick. Can you believe that they still are not doing it? Like, Dude, what could every- they possibly <laughs> be holding back on? Every presents, I'm like, it has to be this one. It has to be this one. Like, it's been so fucking long. Like, how? Like, and I'm going to give myself copium again right now and put on my clown makeup. I think the next one might be it. <laughs> because I genuinely, do, I genuinely do not think Pokemon will skip a holiday season. That's when they make their money. They're, they're going to release something, and maybe at their next presents, they'll have some sort of announcement, maybe something not like a main game that doesn't need a big like multiple months to promote it what if they just put out a couple games and at the next presents because they usually have two presents a year right yeah they do they have the late year one they have the 27th one and they i can't remember the other month but they have two a year i genuinely don't think they're gonna skip a holiday season like a hundred percent they'll skip it from the main game but i think they will release something this the end of this year uh yeah i mean honestly at this point too it's just like i'll fucking pay for it yeah and i uh, dude was it just me or was there so much teasing for johto in this presents oh my god and even like beforehand like the leading up to the presents there's just been a lot of johto teasing lately and i just feel like something's up. right there's one in august they always do a second one and i feel like Maybe in August they'll announce something for the holidays that isn't as big as a whole new game. Okay. Maybe it's something okay. smaller. But I don't right. feel like they're gonna skip December, man. They're not gonna miss out on that fucking Pokemon holiday money. That that would be dumb. You know, especially Brian, since uh this Pokemon Legends game doesn't have PvP. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like the other Legends, which I'm glad Legends is a series, by the way, and we'll get to that in a bit. But I do think this is still a good opportunity for them. To just fucking do it. Just release this as a package. It doesn't even, it could be compatible with NSO, obviously, because we want it to com- uh, be compatible with Pokemon Stadium. But they could release all their fucking games, one through three, generation one through three, and I will fucking pay 60 bucks for it. I don't understand what the challenge is here. I, I, I what are you like holding back on? Because people are just going to keep playing ROMs. You know how many people would like switch to just authentic, you know, versions to be able to trade and battle? You know, I I would love to battle people on like yellow or gold and silver and just have fun with it, trade and and you know catch shinies on Gen three if they release it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's frustrating as fuck. <laughs> but you're right. Maybe this. I keep saying every time I say this and it never happens. Maybe later this year they they have a gap. They haven't announced anything for December. And that could be possible. That could be something easy they could do to make their holiday sales. Could people would eat that shit up? People really would. You can release this in like September or October. You can announce it in August. It comes out in October or November. That'd be huge, man. That'd be so huge. There, do you think there would be backlash if they decided to have it be its own collection and it wasn't on Switch Online? Because like obviously they're the same like Game Boy, Game Boy 
advanced games, like would people get upset by that, you think? Yes. Maybe. But if it's a collection, I don't think they would. If it's literally just a, a cartridge, kind of like Super Mario Bros. Or I'm sorry, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Mm-hmm. It could be the same thing where it's just like, the, and it's what Zelda should have been too. It's Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, and Skyward. I don't know why they didn't do that either. That's like another copium thing for me. Um, I think that if they were to make the UI, you know, be as nice as 3D All-Stars, because it's a really nice generic UI where you can change the music, you can sit in the lobby, you can have like a, maybe they add a feature that's never been seen before, maybe like a GTS for each game. Mm-hmm. So maybe a GTS for like Gen 2 and 3. I there There's just so many possibilities to make it worth charging me 60 bucks and I would pay for it gladly. So I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous, man, because I love Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, but there's nothing about those rental Pokemon that make me want to play it right now. And I, I'm almost at... I just beat Sabrina on Pokemon Stadium 1 with rental Pokemon, and it's tough. Like, it's just annoying. It's not, like, it's just not fun. Like, my Alakazam has confusion. Nice, it's fucking stupid. Nice. But then you pick an Abra and it has Psychic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pick an Abra, has Psychic, and Kadabra. I know for a fact he has this. He has Psybeam, which is way better nice, than confusion. Nice. I noticed so, that Pokemon Stadium, the lower evolutions have, like, the better moves, and I'm like, where's the fucking sense in that? Yeah, some jackasses. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see what happens in the next presents. We kind of just made our predictions. The only other thing I want to throw out there for you, Brian, is uh, Detective Pikachu 2 or another live action film. It, you know, it's so funny. I was just talking to my friend Joe about it. He's like, hey, I just saw this advertisement. Like, is this a good movie? Because they've been kind of promoting, a, you know, being able to watch Detective Pikachu free on whatever Roku app there is. Um, he's like, oh, is the movie good? I'm like, honestly, dude, it's pretty fucking good for like just kind of coming out the gate. Here's our first take at live action. I still think that movie holds up very well. It made $400 million profit. I just don't see why we haven't got another like look at this. I would still like to see like a live action red maybe. I mean, what do you want to see anything else from the Pokemon franchise in terms of cinema? Is it confirmed still that, or is it still up in the air about a Detective Pikachu too? Because I know they were talking about that for a while. Is it At first I was like for sure confirmed and then it just kind of disappeared, like just completely dissipated. Nothing's been talked about since. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I mean, by all means, it wasn't perfect, but it was a damn good attempt at a live-action Pokemon movie. And some of the Pokemon look a little in Uncanny Valley, but um, no, it, it was cool. I would like to see more live-action Pokemon movies, but I really wouldn't want it to be like the te- Detective P- Pikachu universe. I'd rather it be something like, I don't know, you know an actual gold or something. I don't fucking know. Just something like more main series-like. Yeah, I just feel like you can do like Red as he also fights Team Rocket. Like, I just feel like there's a lot there and there's a lot of good story there that can still lead up to him becoming the champion. Um, so you got a rival, you got Team Rocket, you got Lance. There's just there's just a lot of build up there that can make for a really good movie, a two parter or maybe a trilogy. I don't fucking know, but I would like to see something. Um, anything else about your potential August, uh, you know, um, speculation before we move on to the rest of this and these announcements. I don't genuinely think it's going to be like a the ports. I'm just saying like we could have something smaller that's announced in August and come out in December. And I don't know. I just they're going to do something. They're going to do something. I would love. I think me and you talked about this like a month or two ago. I would love like a 2.5D Johto, but I think that would be too big of a game for them to announce and then announce that soon and then it come out in December. But I would love that. That would be fucking beautiful. I love Johto, obviously. Yeah. I think... Excuse me. I think that'd be amazing, too. Um, so, yeah. It's either going to be a couple of new announcements to get through the rest of 2024. Or it's going to be a presence that's nothing but Legends A through Minus gameplay. So, we'll see what happens. Because uh, they're definitely oh, yeah. going to be showing that. And they already said that they plan on showing that later this summer. So, you are right. They do two presents every year. Uh, moving on. We have Pokemon trading card game pocket, the first uh, official trading card game uh, since back in the day from Creatures Inc. Creatures Inc. is the ones that actually develop the trading card game. Game Freak is the one that develops the games. Pokemon International Company is the provider of all international product out here based in Washington. Uh, so if you guys didn't know that, you do now. There's a whole triage of companies underneath the underneath overall Pokemon Company umbrella. 
But the Pokemon company is also debuting a new app that's all about collecting and trading Pokemon cards. Pokemon Trading Card Game Pocket lets you battle, but it looks like uh, the core feature is swiping open lots of packs of Pokemon cards. You'll be able to open up two packs a day uh, for free, which signals that this app will have microtransactions, uh, probably. Uh, Here's how the Pokemon company describes it. In Pokemon Trading Card Game Pocket, players will be able to enjoy the thrill of opening booster packs and collecting cards, showcasing special visual effects unique to this digital adaptation of the Pokemon TCG. Pokemon Trading Card Game Pocket introduces immersive cards, which players, uh, which gives players the experience of leaping into the world of the cards illustration, providing a whole new way to enjoy the Pokemon TCG. Players will be able to open up, again, the two booster packs a day at no cost including cards and nostalgic illustrations, as well as new cards found only in the app. In addition, players will be able to engage in quick battles featuring streamlined rules based on the classic Pokemon TCG system. Creatures Inc., which makes its physical Pokemon cards, is developing the game in collaboration with the Pokemon company, and it's set to release later this year. Uh, Brian, what did you think of this? It's pretty cool, honestly. I mean, I'm some... The more I thought about it, I was surprised it took him this long to do something like this because it's kind of a simple idea. Just put the trading card game on your phone, make it a gotcha game. Um, I'm going to try not to get that too into it because if I'm if I'm playing or buying Pokemon cards, I'm going to buy the physical ones. I'm not going to put money into a digital card. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to go buy real cards. And I didn't know that you just said about the um, they're going to have exclusive cards just for the app. That's kind of a bummer. They should just... If it's in the app, you can get it in the real game. But um, I might mess with it and do the two packs a day, but I'm going to try not to do more than that. I think what's frustrating to me too, is which is why I'm playing the video real quick, and I hope I can find it, is uh, that guy just totally did the Giga Chad face. That was awesome. For that guy? Um, yeah. When he, He's like... Um, I looks more like Steven Seagal when I did it. So they actually show a few cards in this that I think are still going to maintain their, there it is right there. So this Moltres does not exist right now. I thought, I thought that I didn't recognize it. I, you know, way more about the cards than me, but I saw that and I was like, I don't recognize that. And that card looks fucking sweet. And then they also showcase the new back of the cards, which I don't know how I feel about yet. It just looks Uh, like a Japanese back to me. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I just like the old school look, I guess, but I will admit, Brian. Okay, so yeah, that's a new Charizard DX. This does not even exist yet, and that looks fucking sick. So that's cool. Looks like all the other uh, Charizard DXs. Brian, there's never <laughs> enough Charizards in my collection. Okay, so this is cool. Okay, so I do think like this immersive alt art is really fucking cool. Like I think it's such an amazing concept. Uh, I and I think like the Pokemon art has been like top tier lately. So I do appreciate that. I just think that. As a TCG fan like myself, I love playing it. I play Pokemon TCG Live, which was an app that's only been out for a year and a half, or not even a year officially. It's a Lapras that's exclusive. Um, That's exclusive. Um, Like now, what do we do? Like all of my collection is already on a different app that is for competitive battling. And I don't know what this means for that because... They even said here that it's going to be simply simple rules in terms of the battling. So I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I hope that it's really good. Um, so a couple of YouTube Pokemon YouTubers that are TCG like pro players, they already talked about how Yu-Gi-Oh actually has this. Yu-Gi-Oh has a competitive app like I'm playing on. In terms of it's like just build a deck and play. Like there's nothing else to the app. And then there's some, something called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, which is essentially the same thing as this. So Pokemon's just competing with oh. their competitors. Magic has something similar. But I still think this sucks. Like that, the fact that there's no trading card game on our Switch, like an official one. Um, like this concept being applied plus live, like combining the two games going to the Switch, I think would be phenomenal. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to report back to everyone on this. I will see how it is when it comes out but i'm very skeptical that's kind of how i feel about that same here i'm indifferent so next up we got pokemon legends z through a developed by game freak it's pretty mysterious the footage shown doesn't give a ton away on what to expect 
even though I feel like it totally does. I mean, it's a futuristic version of Lumio City from X and Y. The whole entire game, by the way, takes place in just this city. Uh, so, yeah. But the Pokemon company described the ambitious game on its website. A new adventure awaits in Lumio City, where an urban redevelopment plan is underway to shape the city into a place that belongs to both people and Pokemon. Please look forward to seeing it for yourself. The company said that the game will be released worldwide in 2025. Uh, we got the trailer playing in the background just in case we need to catch up on anything. Uh, but Nintendo tweeted shortly after the presents that, again, that this game does take place in just the city. Now, you know, Brian, as we're watching this, you can clearly tell, though, that the depth of the city is uh, just far, far more than, you know, what we got in X and Y. Do you still think that this is going to be enough, though, for a whole game? Well, I see. I saw a lot of people getting upset that, oh, it's all in one city. The game's going to be terrible. And I'm like, the first thing I thought was, like, just think about, like, GTA. Like, obviously, fucking Pokemon's not going to do anything near that, obviously. But that's pretty much a big city. And... Yeah, I feel like easily you could put a Pokemon game in one city. Like, And I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. I just want to cut you off real quick because I want to say this. I couldn't agree more that it's like GTA. GTA has figured it out. They give us one massive city and, and obviously little regions around it. But I can't, like this is Pokemon saying like, no, we are going to make this a full-fledged, like all-encompassing city. Do you think it will expand? you know, uh, allow us like RPGs though, to like open doors and actually go in all these buildings. Do you think it's going to be that in depth or no? Is that too much? It's, it's too fucking hard to say right now because we have not seen a single, <laughs> we've seen nothing. We've seen the name of the game and some bullshit little reveal trailer. So until I see like a smidge of like gameplay, I, I don't know, man. So here's what I got. You know, I, I think no matter what, at the end of the day, I think we can both agree on this. There's two things that we can, I think we can agree on. One, Legends Arceus was easily the best Pokemon game we've gotten since Aorus and X and Y. I don't think X and Y is actually as bad as everyone else does. I do think like the animations could have been better, but I think for like what the game brought uh, coming from like black and white was still good. Um, so I do like the the are the Legends series. I'm so glad it's a series now. I hope they don't stop. I would love to see a ancient Johto or Kanto or you know it'd be Johto for both hopefully. Uh, and then secondly, uh, Mega Evolutions are back. I am so happy to have Mega Evolutions back, even if it's just for my own personal gameplay. To see all those Mega Evolutions, hopefully all of them plus new ones, is nothing short of exciting. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Um, do you think, since we have Charizard X and Charizard Y, that we're going to get a Charizard Z? And are you excited about that? <laughs> <laughs> you already know! Uh, so yeah, there's that speculation, too, that Mewtwo and Charizard are going to get a third Mega Evolution. And while I do hope that's true, I do hope that if they do that, that doesn't take the place of another Pokemon that had an opportunity to Mega Evolve once. So... Um, why do you think yeah, they, we'll see. Why do you think they like skip Gen 5 entirely? Like, don't get me wrong. I know Gen 6 needed some love because they only had their two base games and Pokemon Z got canceled pretty much. So I understand why they went back to it. But why do you think they went back to it now instead of doing 5 and then later doing Z around 6 time, if that makes sense? Yeah, so there's potentially a time where 5 is still going to come out. But Diamond and Pearl, like, did not do good. Like, I could probably look up the sales real quick. Um, but as far as, like, critic, uh, you know, fan reception and critics reception, like... Um, Wait, Black and White or, or Diamond and Pearl? Diamond and Pearl, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, White? people hated those games. But I'm surprised they just didn't give us, like, a shitty port, or not port, remaster of black and white and then give us a legends game i'm surprised we just got a legends game yeah sorry i was trying to well <laughs> never mind they still they still sold a lot of copies no it sold a lot but it was um it had a lot of backlash against it like people didn't like it i mean i didn't really anything. like it that much i mean i i had fun I can but get it past it if it was. It was kind of ugly. It was ugly. Like those old sprites are just so like nostalgic and they look so good. And then when you just, I don't know, I don't like the style of it. I think that's what threw me off the most. Well, yeah, I didn't like the style of like the characters, 
But the Pokemon looked good. Like I thought Palkia yeah, looked really fucking good. Um it just I don't know. I don't know, but it did sell between the two of them, which isn't like that great depending on how you look at it. Between the two of them though, they did sell fifty million units. So that's still a shit ton. So what I think though is like Legends is like really good, right? So let's look up Pokemon. Legends to me Legends. felt like a game that they didn't really have faith in when it first came out, and it was just kind of like an experiment for them. And then they were just surprised by how much people loved it, and now they're gonna fucking fully go into this. Like that, I don't feel like they expected the first Legends Arceus to get as much praise as it did. So that's why it took not so long, but that's why we're getting another one. Yeah, so RCS in its first week sold 6.5 million copies and has reached 4.8 globally as of March or yeah, as of March 2023. So, it's probably at 15 now. So, one game sold just as much as two versions of a remake. So, it's like they're tied, so I guess I can't make the argument I want to. But I think the reason why Legends is going to continue and especially kind of essentially making the trilogy of XYZ um it's just a fresh take for the developers though like they don't have to remake anything they're they're giving a fresh look at an existing uh game and region which i think is the way to go like i would love to see not i don't want to see a futuristic johto unless this one's good i would love to see another uh you know uh ancient we'll just call it ancient for the word but ancient uh region so it could be white and black it could be johto but I think they got to keep going this route. Uh, I think the only one I wouldn't mind seeing a futuristic version of, depending on how this game goes yet again, is a uh, Hoenn. Because if you play Hoenn now, it's kind of already, you know, if there's so much uh, environment in it and water and all that shit that I don't know if I need a Hoenn version of that. But I just think Legends is, uh, I think what a lot of Pokemon fans want. However, I do think, I mean, so far, I don't know if it's been like 100% confirmed about the PvP. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, either way, I still think it's awesome. I just think that it's also time that they work on multiple projects. So Legends is coming from Game Freak. I would still like to see a black and white remake from someone else. Uh, but this is just me speaking. I'm not speaking for anyone else. I think black and white sucks. It's black and white 2 that are good. And we're not going to get a remake of those. So I honestly don't care if we ever get a remake. They can never have- do one and I'd be happy. I have the same feeling. Gen 5 was like easily, easily my least favorite for like the longest time. And I remember you telling me that Black and White 2 are good. Like play those. And I was like, fuck, okay, I'll play them. And I'm like, these are good games. Like this like changes the entire like my opinion on Gen 5. But those first Black and White games are trash. They're fucking trash. And and I get it. It starts the story for Black and White 2. But Black and White 2 not only introduces the full Pokedex, it, it, it just introduces so many different Pokemon and a, and a good variety. I, I respect Game Freak for sticking to their guns and creating a whole new 150 amount of Pokemon. And like that's the only Pokemon you get to play with. But when I can't even name more than 20 that I like out of the 150, like that's not good. And I know that's just me. But again, like this is me talking about my experience with it. And I fucking hated it so much, like looking back at it. But black and white too are just like some next level shit and easily the best content driven games they have in the entire game's history. So I, I don't know, maybe they, maybe they don't want to touch it themselves, Brian, because of, because of the sequels, those are the only true like sequels. Um, So maybe they honestly just want to leave it alone. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing. I know black and white was like a big ambitious thing for them back in the day. They wanted to start fresh. They wanted to like do something really different. And they did, and it people weren't happy. So maybe it's just like a sore spot for them, that gen. Yeah. But uh kind of to wrap this up, I mean, how do you feel about Legends? Are you excited or you just really want to see that gameplay first? I'm excited, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna have my expectations at a level because I haven't seen shit. So yeah, so I was super clearly- hyped when it first came out. When they first announced it, I was like, oh fuck, they're doing Pokemon Z. And then I thought about it, and I'm like there was nothing in that trailer. Relax. <laughs> yeah, so the only thing that like guaranteed my personal excitement for it, because I think you can get Crinidos and Sheldon and Arceus, 
uh, is that my boy Tyrant's coming back and Tyrantrum. And I miss them dearly. And they're some of my favorite Pokemon. So, uh, yeah, man, that's it. That's all we got. Is there anything else you want to bring up? I think we got a lot of shit in today. I think that's it, man. Um, Let's talk at the Nintendo Direct if they ever fucking do one. Yeah, so Brian will be back hopefully very soon because I feel like they're kind of behind the ball in the Direct. So uh, Nintendo Direct or something music-related, he'll definitely be back. Be sure to follow him at another vinyl page on Instagram. Uh, I'm still pushing him to make a TikTok. We'll see what happens. And uh, that's all we got for you. So, yeah, we'll see you next week. But thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time. credit card bill.